0: Welcome to Live, Love, Laugh with Asia Frazier, brought to you by Reach For It, where persistence is key. Today we will be interviewing the beautiful, wonderful Erin Dirtz and Dan. This podcast is brought to you by Reach For It, where persistence is key. So guys, how are you living?
1: We're living large and laughing easy, as the old saying goes.
0: Is
1: that the old saying? Yeah, well, I think it used to be.
0: <laughs> I think you might be right. <laughs> and who are what are you guys loving?
2: You know, we're loving the, the spirit of the season. It's a different season this year, but it's um, it's still fun to be connecting with people for the holidays, for sure, over over the computer and over the phone and things like that.
1: I'm loving the hazy winter sun that's kind of starting to set out my window right now.
0: Alright, let me tell you the weather has been crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> and lastly, what has made you guys laugh today? Uh you did.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You're the only thing that could have done it. And you did it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, we're gonna jump right into it. So tell me, you guys are doing a production, right? Can you tell me a little bit about it?
1: It's called Season Screenings, and it's a holiday uh, special, a short film that's filmed at social distance, which means that we, you know, we had 70 some odd actors who wanted to be a part of it, and we wrote them all a role, we sent them all a script, we rehearsed them all over Zoom, sent them costume and framing and lighting and camera notes, had them film themselves, send it back, and we're now in the final phases of editing it together into one big cohesive project. For the world to enjoy.
2: Exactly, <laughs> and we have people ages four to seventy-five in the show, so it's a big community project. We've got people from a lot of places in North Carolina, but all all over the country. We've got some in Florida, we've got some in Maine, Colorado. So it's, it's a neat community project for the whole country.
0: Right, and how difficult was it trying to get everyone from different locations to send in their footage and mash it all together into this beautiful masterpiece?
1: Well, um, we did it once before, so we've already kind of we've already kind of cut our way through that uh, through that dark forest. So we kind of know the route by now, but it, it, it still uh, it still finds finds its challenges and quirks. Uh,
2: you know, when you're doing something live and in person, you just have a lot more control over the timeline of things and troubleshooting things. But when you're just kind of sending it out there to someone, um, it, it it always comes with its own challenges and these actors have taken so much on as well not just the acting and memorizing their lines and their parts but they've also had to be costume designers and scenic designers and lighting designers and cinematographers and
1: you know how it is asia you're you're one of them <laughs>
0: <That's right. laughs> you know it's kind of difficult i'm not gonna lie it was fun though i can you know, it's a lot easy when you follow directions, okay? You have to follow and make sure you're doing everything correctly.
1: This movie's like a giant cinematic paint by number.
0: Yeah. Very true. I actually
2: like that. That's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> so how did the idea for this production come about?
1: Uh, well, we did it the first time um, when our our production of Children of Eden got canceled because of, because of the pandemic. And we threw this thing together that ended up being this format. It was a film called Lock-In that actually had like 115 people in it from all over the world. It was a two and a half hour feature film. Um, And
2: then we decided to do it again because there's just not a lot of live theater happening out there right now. Did you Um, know? (laughs) 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 It's it's, it's important for us too to get into places like um, retirement communities and hospitals and things like that that there's literally not a way for entertainers to even get in. As and sometimes even, like,
1: the, even the families can't get in right now. So we're really trying to – we always try to serve that community around this time of year, and we're really trying double hard to do what we can for them because I think they need it twice as much this year. Definitely.
0: So has it been easier or harder to do this production than that the last? That is very-
1: that's very, a very interesting question. question. Um, <laughs> I think there's been some of both. I mean, the, the the peace of mind for the most part has been much higher because we did it once, right? So we we basically got to just refine a, a familiar format.
2: For me, my workflow has definitely gotten easier because I knew what we needed to do when we were doing lock-in. It was like we would wake up in the morning and we'd be like, "Well, we're going to create a film with a hundred people. Where do we start?" and um, we kind of already had a, an idea of how to start, but it's been new challenges this time. Like, for instance, people are, like, in school, and they're at work, and they're learning digitally. And- Life
1: is going on more as normal then, so people have other things to balance in tandem with this project. And I will say, like, Lock-In came about as a as a true, I mean, I would say they both they both have need at their core, but Lock-In came about in a, in a time where... Everything came to a screeching halt, and we kind of made a movie that was based on that. So it kind of just sprang to life very organically. This was a little bit more challenging, I think, from the, cre- from the creative side of things.
2: And we also decided to add some singing and mm-hmm. some dancing, and that has come with a whole new
1: set of challenges. It's a smaller project, but it's a more ambitious project, I think.
2: Yep, I would agree.
0: I like that. Okay, so how has this production affected you guys' lives so far?
2: Um. It depends on the day <laughs> There are days when you know I, I would say that the most positive thing about this production has been the people that we've gotten to meet and know. Um, there's some new kids in Florida that we've been working with that I think are going to be lifelong spring theater folk. Um, there's beautiful people like you that have come into our life that we've gotten to know and uh, even friends of Dans from years past that are now coming into spring as a result of this that I've gotten to know and, and vice versa. My, like one of my dearest friends is in this show that Dan's never gotten to work with. And, um, you know, now they're becoming friends. So I think that for me, the, the friendships have affected my life the most
1: out of, out of everything. We're getting into crunch time for the film too. So this is, this is the time where for me as the, as the primary editor on the film, um, I start to, I start my, my, my whole, um, my, my mental situation and my emotional situation becomes a lot more volatile because I'm subject to computer crashes and and way more aggressive timelines, and I become more aware of just how much is left to do and all that. So this is the, 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 the time where I'm, uh, you know, I kind of close myself off from the rest of the world as much as possible. <laughs>
2: you know, in tech week at a theater, there's a team mm-hmm. of people that are working. There's a lighting designer, and there's a uh, a, a sound person and there's a stage manager and there's, and when you're an editor, unfortunately, once you have all the footage back, a lot of it just kind of falls on your shoulders. You At know. least when
1: you're working in a two person team, like we are. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, man. So it's,
2: yeah. it's, it's been a challenging week, but, um, but,
1: but great. Great.
0: Okay. So what is the main overall goal of this production?
1: Uh, on paper, it is, um, it is, we're, our, our main, you know, company trajectory for this show is to get it put into at least 25 retirement homes So that the residents can enjoy this show and have access to it for free um, You know in the in the days be- leading up to Christmas
2: But then we also want the whole world at large to enjoy the film It's going to be coming out on December 23rd and people will be able to watch it for free on YouTube and on Facebook and we just really want to make people smile this holiday season. And there's a lot of comedy in the show. Uh-huh. Um, there's some singing and dance. There's literally something for everybody because it's a sampler platter of, of talent and, and fun. So I hope that we're just going to be able to make tons of people smile. Mm,
0: yes, and how would you like to influence their community with this production or just with you guys in general?
1: Um, well, I guess, one of the things is, and people are, are, are starting to do this a lot more now, but I, especially with the first time we did this with lock-in, which was literally right at the beginning of the pandemic, right at the beginning of the pandemic, and I, I really hope with that and with this that people, um, it encourages other artists and creators to think outside the box a little more. We're very used to doing especially theater in one way that's been, kind of been relatively the same since the Greeks, really. Um, <laughs> Having to adapt that format to an age where we can't be in person and we can't be together and we can't have live audiences has been a huge struggle because we're trying to do what we normally do, but just kind of over Zoom. And I think people are now really starting to find footing on how to properly adapt to the times and the the situation so that you're creating art and uh, entertainment that doesn't just get away with the circumstances, but actually embraces them and adapts to them so that the circumstances become part of the storytelling. And I'm hoping more people really latch onto that and find creative ways to, this is how, this is how new art forms come about, is through necessity, right? So I really hope that we look back on this as a turning point in, in a new direction for entertainment live and digital.
0: I love you guys. Those responses—they're always so amazing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: without...
1: we love you. You, you, breathe
2: energy into us. Really, you're beautiful.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Okay, so without COVID happening, do you think any of this would have blossomed?
1: Oh, what? What? Gosh, it, no. no, it just wouldn't have happened. We would have yeah. just been doing theater.
0: Yeah, we would have been. And you know,
2: I say this a lot, but I
0: mean, like,
2: I'm not obviously grateful that the pandemic has happened. It is been devastating for the world but as an artist it has absolutely pushed me outside of my box even further than I even knew was possible because I've been producing theater and been on stage and backstage for my entire life and I only knew really one way to do it and and it was working so you know when you're not forced to do something in a different
1: way you just keep doing what's working and so I feel like this has made me more of an artist Uh whole life I've wanted to make a movie but it's always seemed like an intimidating task and now it was like this is kind of the option and now I mean we can especially after this production not even in the traditional sense but I would argue in maybe a a sense that makes it even more challenging we're filmmakers and that's really really cool to me because I've always loved movies and I've always loved the idea of making movies and now I feel like when this the, the world opens back up we'll be able to make a traditional movie so, easy. so easily by comparison. <laughs> right. Asia,
2: even, even being one of the actors in the film, can you imagine how much better it would have been if you just had to show up and
0: act? You know, wow, wow, that would have been <laughs> ideal. But this is is also taught me a lot, a lot of yeah to pay attention to detail, the smallest of details too, to not just always yep. see the big picture or the medium picture to like really look into things. So.
2: And once you work yeah. on something like this, you'll never look at a film the same way
1: too. <laughs> yeah, so not grateful for the pandemic, but I'm extremely grateful for what I've learned from this year and and the skill. I've I've probably had the most productive creatively and artistically and technically year of my entire life this year. And I'm really, really grateful for that.
0: Oh, guys. <laughs> okay well my last question is what
1: are your plans for the holidays hey we're, we're gonna have christmas a very tiny itty bitty little christmas in our little house in north carolina our
2: first actual uh, christmas in our own house in a little while for me at least i'll
1: probably watch a movie with Aaron and play some video games for the first time after this project has released its grip on my trachea we're
2: gonna have a fire in the fireplace and uh we're just gonna just gonna enjoy life and time together and oh yeah all that right
0: congratulations you two, by the way
2: thank you like,
0: thank you, you so, so much yeah. <laughs> okay is there anything else you guys would like to add
1: um you know uh erin always says at the end of our talk show that you only have control over one one thing and that's your attitude about things you, you're not really responsible for the outcome you're just responsible for what you put into it and how you approach it so your attitude and your effort and uh i think keeping that in mind is important yeah for a lot of people um especially around this time of year it's true when things get rough it's So
0: true. Oh, man that is a great thing to add a great thing very too. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure talking with you guys.
1: Thanks for having us. I love, I love, anytime you want to have a fake interview, or I guess they just call that talking on the phone, uh, we'll be here. (laughs) Thank you so much, guys. This
0: was Live, Love, Laugh. Again, I'm your host, Asia Frazier, and until next time.